The Dad University podcast helps fathers learn what they're not taught in school. We offer dads advice on parenting, relationships, and family life. We may not have all the answers, but we're certainly going to have fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is the Dad University podcast, episode 219. Yeah, getting up there. Lots of them. Yeah. I'm finally getting it. We have 218 in the can. Now this is going in there. That is. What does that mean? In the can? I don't know. It's an old school term. Right? Yeah, she. Got it right in the can. <laughs> <laughs> this one is about, well, it's about parenting because that's what we do here. But I was going to say, it's. What a novelty. It's the struggles. This one is called the hardest things about parenting. Hmm. It's not really complaining, but it is, it is a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's the things that may frustrate you. It's the things that may trouble you. Um, I might be talking from personal experience. I might not. Well, I think um, everyone would agree. I mean, I can't imagine there's a scenario where someone's like, it's a hundred percent great all oh, the time. No. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and, this, and the, there are going to be tough spots, even if it, even if you have a blast. Well, you know what someone had said to me the other day? And I mean, I found it, it, it was interesting as they said, they, they knew somebody who was struggling you know, with their parenting role mm-hmm. as a dad. And there's, you know, they said, well, you know, I mean, I know since you just love being a dad, like they were saying it seriously, like yeah. that's how they, they said, I mean, I, it's, it, and I said, actually, I mean, sure, but there are very difficult times. Yeah. yeah. Like this is not all roses. I right. get upset all the time. I'm, I, you know, I have my own stresses and anxieties. Sure, sure. Like life is not perfect. Well, you know? and, I, and I, that's an interesting thing, you know, to be honest with you, I hear that from different parents and people that are new parents or people that are, have, you know, kids that are probably like your kid's age. Mm-hmm. And, um, I hear the same thing. They love the kids, but there's some, there's obviously tough spots, but I also think that's like life. Totally. Well, no, I mean, that, you can say that about, about I mean, family, I mean, relationships. Granted, well, there are people that love their job, but, you know, like even then. Um, yeah. I mean, but like, you know, even with your family members, it's like they can get on your nerves. They can mm-hmm. be, but you still love them. You would yeah. couldn't imagine your life without them. Yeah. You know, there's all kinds of, but with this, you know, the, de- the demands that you often have as a parent, yeah. and especially when your children are young, yeah. it makes it extra stressful. Sure. You know, and, um, I, I think part of it is, is because you're learning all the time. Yeah. You know, there's so many situations that you just don't know how to handle. Mm. I think that happens with relationships, but for some reason they often don't bother us as much. No. And you, know? you can always like kind of let that person go somewhere else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can't do that with a baby or a little kid. You can't right. be like, eh, I'm just going to ignore you for a couple of days. Right. <laughs> you can't, you know, you can't get away from it. You yeah. Know? And I think that's the, probably the, the toughest part. Like you said, the time constraint. Yeah. There's all, I mean, kind of learning as you go, Yeah, you know? And so, I mean the truth, yes, I love being a father and yes, I love my kids, but it's like, they're, are some hard things and it's and in those situations that you try to you know minimize or you try to overcome or you try to understand like how can i deal with this a little better and so these are some of those things um the first one keeping calm and so you know you might have a stressful day you might be in a bad mood and i personally you know i i i work at it but sometimes you know, find it difficult to shut that off mm-hmm. and then be happy and present for the kids, yeah. you know, or for your spouse or whoever. I mean, sure. you know, it could be something where it's just like in general, I might be stressing out. Right. Um, you know, I have a tendency to do that. Mm-hmm. And 
it's it's unfortunate because the kids get the brunt of that often, you know, yeah. coming home from work and they're like, Hey, whatever. And like the place, let's say is just a disaster. Like there's toys everywhere and clothes everywhere. <laughs> um, and it's their responsibility to clean it. Yeah. You know, and you have to say the same thing. Hey guys, can I like get through here to walk? Like I can't, <laughs> I can't walk through here. Yeah, right. So this idea, like if I, you know, to, to just keep calm and not let those, I mean, cause in the big scheme of things, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking, Guru-esque. That's a good word. That's true. Yeah. Like that's not that big of a deal. Sure. But are, there are these little things that as you let them bother you, things yeah. get exacerbated. Right. And so, and of course, if you've had a stressful day, you lost some deal, you had a contract and you're not the type of person that can just let those things roll off, mm-hmm. you know, things affect you. Gosh, I wish they didn't. Yeah. And I'm working on that. But those things do affect you or you had an interaction with somebody and they were really frustrating or you had a family member, you know, some situation that you're dealing. I mean, there's so many situations. So, well, I have a question for you. So mm-hmm. how do you maybe as Jason Crabman or how would you do it if you did it differently? Maybe I don't know. Um, let's say you had a crazy, terrible day at work mm-hmm. and you're about to go home. Do you pause for a minute? Yeah. And then not go home for a minute. Just be like, that is a technique. Yeah. Like I, f- I feel like I would probably need to th- take a couple breaths, maybe do a couple jumping jacks or something. Yeah. And yeah. get the blood flowing a little bit more. So I feel a little better about myself at least. And then, and then go interact with the people. Even if I took an extra five minutes just to do that. Yeah. You know, I knew somebody that, um, he still does it. And when he comes home from work, he actually has like 15, 20 minutes of like downtime. So yeah. they don't like nobody talks to him until like it's almost like Mr. Rogers. Like he changes his clothes, <laughs> you know, comes in to sort of decompresses. That was the word I was looking for. Daddy's pissed. Right yeah. Now. Well, he just decompresses, kind of says, OK, and like transitions into like dad and yeah, husband, yeah, yeah. you know, from work because work can be kind of stressful. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny on a daily basis. My work isn't stressful in itself. I'm just a stressful person. In other words, like, I don't have a client that's yelling at me. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just in general, I operate on a stress level that is higher than many. Sure. And you have a lot going on. It's almost like, yeah, trying to get everything done. Speaking, yeah, speaking as someone who's in your industry as well, when I have, I, I don't stress a lot at all. That being said, I have a job that is stressful. So there's, sure. because there's multiple things going on simultaneously. And so you have a lot on your shoulders. Yeah. And, yeah. and well, and then you have to juggle a lot. I mean, if you think about just being a project manager for like, basically for, for lack mm-hmm. of a, a better term, um, it's, you have, let's say five clients, but each client has several things they need mm-hmm. simultaneously all at once. And so you've got to juggle all that all the time. So your mind is playing constant acrobatics, but it's also DNA and how you deal with it because well, there are plenty of people who, you know, I don't know in what positions they are in, but do not process things that way yeah. and are able to decompose. I mean, I know people that can easily shut off. They come home, they shut granted. They're probably not entrepreneurs, right? I mean, they work for somebody and they're able to shut it off. Yeah. Um, that, you know, that when they get home, that just, just, they don't deal with it. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm kind of one of those people. I don't really talk about work very much. I, unless something happened mm-hmm. that was worth discussing. But if someone asked me, Hey, how, how was work? I was all right. Like, I don't, 
I am stressed at work sometimes, but I don't go into the details because I'm like, yeah, eh. so I just shut it off. But that being said, more and more, I'm learning that, you know, there has to be a decompression period. Yeah. I mean, some people might go to the gym or it might yeah. be a time to exercise. Um, yeah. I mean, I do a lot of self-talk <laughs> on the drive home, Sure, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and saying, okay, yeah. I've got to be present. I've got to be, you know, regardless of what happened today, I, mm. I, it's important that I'm in a better mood, you know, for them. And it, it's, it's always working on that, yeah. you know, and uh, of recent, my mood hasn't been as good as it was, let's say, you know, a couple of weeks ago or whatever, because of just transitioning things and stress. And there's like more stuff on my plate, but at the same time I need, and I have been able to get over things quicker. In other words, I'm, I'm, I can recognize, wow, this is just not working for me. Like, yeah. you know, I don't want to be in a bad mood. I don't want to be upset. Let me either let's let's work on some gratitude. Let's <laughs> yeah. do, you know, these tech things. And, and that actually does work. Yeah. You know, you kind of ha- you are forced to change your mindset. I also just, you know, went away and mm. went camping this last weekend. Oh, yeah. I had a great time with sure. my son and like. Yeah. That actually kind of recharges me, you know, and sure. it's like, even though there's a, you know, there's a lot to do and you're doing this and stuff, but it's that in itself of just spending that quality time and sort of recharging and getting away from electronics and, yeah. I mean, all that stuff, it just, it helps, yeah. you know? So I came back from that on the weekend on Sunday and just felt better. Yeah. Yeah. I just did, you know, and those are, those are the kinds of things. I mean, I work out every day that mm. doesn't, um, so I feel good at the end of the workout and yeah, then the day sure. starts. Right. Right. So I think, yeah, it, the, as we're going back to the, one of the hardest things is keeping calm. And so how do you do that? Well, there's those techniques. I mean, there's breathing, there's meditation, there's exercise, there's eating healthy. There's all of these things that we can try to do to keep calm. I think it's a practice. It is. It's a practice of being calm. Yeah. I mean, it's what you, you have to make an effort. Most people have yeah, to do that. Right. Exactly. You know? You're right. Because maintaining calm and patience and all that is extremely important when dealing with children. Sure. Because if you don't, you, you will be ruined. Yeah. It's very, very easy to get off that slope. Sure. <laughs> just, yeah, exactly. It's a very slippery slope. Yeah. And if you allow their behavior and what they say and what they do and what they don't do to affect your mood all the time. Mm. You're, you're going to lose. Right. Same right. thing with a spouse, same thing with any, I mean, you can't let those things affect your mood. Yeah. You know, easier said than done. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Have I revealed too much? <laughs> <laughs> no, totally good. Um, the next thing, balancing work and life. So, you know, you, of course you want to spend time with your family, but when you are passionate about things and those, that could be work, it could be hobbies, it could be. Um, you know, friends, family, other family, it could be all kinds of stuff that occupies your time. That's sometimes um, a hard thing to do. And I know with, you know, with men as they are going to become fathers and brand new, like they're just going to have a baby. That's often a fear. Hmm. You know, it's a fear of like, what am I going to like? How am I going to do my stuff? You know, if I, I'm going to be dealing with a baby or I'm going to be dealing with the child, how am I going to still be able to do what I want to do? Um, that's the, ba- that is the balance, you know, and yeah. granted your priorities often do change where something that was really important to you before might not be as important. Um, just it might, I would say change that might shift. Yeah. The priorities shift a little bit, but 
that's that's another thing you're you're and, and instead of we've we've said this before instead of work-life balance it's kind of work-life harmony sure yeah the idea of like yeah. how do they all work together and how can i make them all work well you know what you can't be a perfect employee one day right and on that same day be an amazing husband and an absolute incredible dad it's sure. it's, it's really hard to be all three of those sure, sure. all the time right so you do have to work have those work in harmony where you can say you know what I haven't spent a lot of time with my kids in the last couple of days. Maybe I can leave work early and do something, Yeah, you know, or you know what? My wife and I have not really spent time together. Let's go out on a date. Right. Or, so you kind of have to just, it's these, these adjustments all the time, right? you right. know, and you're kind of yeah. looking at where's the cup that's not as full, Yeah, you know, and what do I, what do I need to do? And so that's something I think that is a hard thing about parenting. It's just, it's, you're adding dimensions into your life. You know, when you're by yourself, that's one thing. You have a significant other, that's another thing. Mm. And then you add a child. It's like, yeah. you know, it whole adds other, a dynamic. Other dynamic, yeah. So that's one. Um, another, how to handle new situations. So I think that's really hard as a parent that you're constantly faced with new situations and new things that you've never faced before. Oh yeah. In your life. I feel you know? like, yeah, exactly. Especially a brand new parent. But I mean, you, I, I mean, you have two kids, so I imagine that even with two Wait, kids, and we have one you've, and also boy, girl, and you have two, yeah, two yeah. Different, different genders. So like, yeah. well, it's funny because I have a friend now that has two boys mm-hmm. and, um, he he told me one of the boys, um, when they, when he was born and they, they, they got along with him really great. The second one, yeah, I think he likes me. I don't know. He <laughs> might, you know, and he, it made me laugh. Cause I'm like, what happened? He's like, no, I mean, he's a good kid and everything, but he doesn't have the same bond as I did with the other one. So he's learning a different thing. And of course, the kids are a lot younger and eventually he'll grow into it. But it is you learn something new with each personality, let alone gender, let alone ages, let alone as they grow. Yeah. And just when you think you got the handle on something, it changes. Yeah. So, yeah, it is very, very interesting that, you know, you're like, okay, I got this. Yeah. And then something new comes up and it's all improv. Dang it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, there's some definitely underlying philosophies and tactics that you can learn and you try to apply them in as they get older, but you know, new situations, new things, new, just, it becomes difficult. Sure. So that is a, uh, that is a hard thing to do with parenting. Another thing, consistency, I I put slash repetition. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, you've probably heard me say that, you know, they, they need to do something a thousand times before they actually get it. Sure. Um, and then right when you think they get it, they just don't do it right, so. and they slip up or, or, or such. And so as a parent being consistent is hard, mm-hmm. um, in whatever that is, it's consistency with discipline. If that's what you're doing or consistency with schedules or consistency with your effort, whatever, just that consistency over and over and over again is hard, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's, it's just a challenge and you have to adjust to that. And, you know, you can't beat yourself up, but you're going to make the mistakes. You're not going to feel like getting them to bed on that time. And then you realize, shoot, that's going to mess something up for tomorrow. You know, when the baby didn't sleep at the right time and like, it's just, those are those kinds of things. And so that's, that's a hard thing, you know, especially if you know that routine is, you know, really important or, you know, that consistency and the repetition, especially when you have a baby, it's important. Yeah. It makes your life a lot easier. They like it. They thrive on it. Mm -hmm. So that's hard. Um, yeah. Another one defiance. 
so when the child is knowingly do knowingly doing something that you've told them not to sure that's a hard thing to deal with Mm -hmm. and so what we often do is we get upset we discipline in some manner and then they just do it again or what you know it doesn't work Mm -hmm. well so that's why we often will preach the non-punishment and instead education but i can tell you that that becomes still a difficult thing is because you might say and try to teach them over and over and over again that something is not okay Mm. and they get it most of the time but they are also children yeah and they are growing and they don't take all of the inputs that you would want (laughs) right they're trying to figure it out themselves and their minds yeah, aren't even as developed. So you know, I, I was having a conversation with my assistant today. It was very interesting because we were talking about uh, sugar mm-hmm. and, you know, like as a kid, you know, he has memories of like when he would, you know, like he would, his parents wouldn't even know, or he might, you know, uh, have sugar. I'm not outing him by sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. but like, and then I was talking about my children and it's like, you know, they, they'll have candy and, and, and sort of that, like teaching a child about health. Yeah. You know, and saying, listen, I, I'm not going to you know keep you from having anything ever, right. but you got to sort of balance it. You have good food before bad or like, Hey, you can have a couple pieces or Hey, you have that little scoop of ice cream, like whatever it is. Yeah. You have one donut instead of 10, you know, right. <laughs> um, and sort of teaching them this idea of like uh, managing yourself, you know, and, and managing your intake, whatever mm. that is right. of moderation. And we were having this, it wasn't a debate, but kind of like, does it really matter? You know, like, and the hope is, is like when you, when you say it a thousand times, right? Because even though I've, I've seen parents that will, you know, restrict their kids completely Mm -hmm. from having something. I see kids that are completely open to having whatever they can have. Right. And then there's everything in In between between, where, you know, I might fall where I say, hey, listen, you have to have good food before bad or you only have one piece of it or, you know, whatever to try not to just completely um, keep them from it. Yeah. Or isolate them from the world. But the question was really is like, does that matter? Like you're teaching them decision making like as a whole. Sure. To like make the decision for themselves because in the end, like they end up often just doing what they want to do. Well, and yeah, it's not until like, do they get sick? Sure. That they real. it's like, you know, with alcohol, you in college, like your parents will tell you not to drink. Sure. You know that you shouldn't drink. Yep. It's against the law to drink. Mm-hmm. And yet a huge percentage of people do it. I'm not saying everybody, no, right? but they will do it and they'll do it to excess, especially when they're, you know, college or sure. whatever. Yeah, it's a yeah. time when it happens, right. but yet you were taught all of these other things. Yeah. And the, so the, you have to make the decision. For right. It's like training. You got to get, you know, but it does training doesn't protect you from being hurt necessarily. So like, you, you know, it's like you give them all the muscles and the reflex right. and the, you know, I'm, I'm now moving like a martial artist, but, right. but that's how it is. Cool. But, but I can't protect you for, if someone just pops you right in the head, you know, I, I don't, I can't protect you from everything that you, everything that's thrown at you. And so I'm just giving you the tools to guide yourself totally. along the way yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. better. But that's what we were kind of saying. It's like, you can give them all these tools and your, and your hope is that they yeah. make that decision. Correct. Because these decisions, or I shouldn't say, 
that ability to judge and make the decision gets more and more serious as they get older. Yeah. It's alcohol, it's drugs, it's, yeah. it's sexual activity. Yeah, it's whole... all kinds of stuff right. that as they get older, you're like, okay, I hope I gave them good decision-making skills sure, sure. to understand and, and be careful and, and all these other things. But it's just funny because we were talking about candy specifically and like <laughs> how like you know, somebody can be taught that it's wrong and that it's bad, but when you're a kid, you don't care. Right. Like you do it anyway. You either sneak it or, you know, and, sure, and certainly sure. some kids are, maybe they are in real huge fear of getting in trouble or something. Well, but, yeah. But a lot of times that's not a deterrent. They'll just wait till they're not around right. their parents and then yeah. they will do it. And I guess as again, it really depends on the kid and what they're you know taught with. And like, I, you know, I, you're going to, yeah, you're going to sneak things. You're going to try to do things that aren't right or whatever those things are because you were just curious or you just want to know whether it feels like or tastes like or right. whatever it is. I mean, that's always going to be the case. But I think the guidance and in, in hopefully that we are trying to extract from this is that you, you can guide them along the way. And it's like I can only yeah. show you so much. And you're probably totally. going to do things that are, aren't going to be favorable. But, you know. It's up to you. <laughs> up to you. If you want to hurt yourself or you want to do these things or whatever. The thing, maybe, you know, hey, I'll you know, help. Let me know if you do it. So then we can right. go through it And that's it the hard part as a parent is because that defiance and where I was going with that is that it's really hard not to take it personally. Right. So when you have taught them, let's, let's use the sugar or the candy example. And you've said, you know what? Hey, limit what you're taking. You know, just have a little bit, blah, blah, blah. And then you, then you see them go overboard. Yeah. And you're like, you just totally did not listen to anything yeah. that I've said. <laughs> yeah. And... You know, and it's hard as a parent if you are really and that could be anything. I mean, there's so many different things about that. It's watching TV and you told them not to and then they're sneaking their electronics or, you know, it's it's the food or it's, you know, um, you know, they I mean, as they get older, you tell them not to be with, you know, a uh, a person of the opposite certain person. And they're, they're, you know, you don't like who they're going out with and they sneak out and go do it. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of things in different levels. Yeah. But it's that defiance that is hard to deal with because Mm -hmm. you do you take it personally. Yeah. And that's what we're getting at. I mean, that's it's it's this. The things that are hard about parenting, sure. that is a hard one. Yeah. Is yeah. when you feel like you've taught them, you feel like you've, I don't use the word lecture because that's not a good one. <laughs> you've, you've coached them sure. and mentored them and done all this. And it's just like, you still have to let them find their way. Yep. That's a hard one. Yep. That's yeah, exactly. Um, and then the last one, which kind of related to that is letting go. So as they get a little older and I experienced some of this where your friend, their friends become a little more important than they were before. Mm-hmm. And them spending time with their friends becomes more important than quote spending time with you. Yeah. doesn't mean they love, not love you. It doesn't yeah. mean anything, but you are sort of letting go and allowing them that. And yeah. so what's funny is because when they're real little, you just want them to get away from you. <laughs> like you're like, Hey, can I just have five minutes a piece? <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. But then as they get older, yeah. you're like, Hey, no, no. What about me? Like, yeah. no, no. I wanted to hang out with you. You know? And they're like, sorry, you know, got plans. Yeah. Yeah. Here's your five minutes a piece. It's going to turn right. into 50 hours. <laughs> and so I, I can see that as a parent, 
I mean, I now looking at it from for my parents, Mm -hmm. how much they enjoyed when we were like, hey, you want to hang out or like, you know, I I can see that now in the reverse role Mm -hmm. where a child who's older is like, hey, you want to hang out? You want? Yeah. (laughs) Like, are you sure you want to hang out with me? um, It just it changes. And and so letting go of that and sort of understanding that that's a natural progression and, you know, that's. You can have a great relationship with them. It doesn't mean that they don't want to be around you right, in that sense. Right. It's just they are enjoying doing other things, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, so that's a hard one. Yeah. So so that was it. Pretty good, no? Huh? Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's a lot of good stuff there, I think. Very deep. Yeah. <laughs> Very deep. If anyone has any things that you find difficulty about parenting, uh, Alan, what should they do? They should email us, podcast at daduniversity.com. Hit us up on all our social channels under Dad University or Dad UNIV. Um, that sounds like a college. <laughs> and it is. And it is. Um, a matter of fact, if you want to see the college, go to YouTube, because that's actually where a lot of great uh, videos, not just the podcast, but a lot of great lectures and videos uh, by uh, Jason are on there. Um, also, um, if you do nothing else, please go to the anything you're listening to us on now and subscribe to that network. If it's iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or wherever you're hearing us, subscribe to that. Leave us some five-star reviews or a thumbs up and leave some comments. It really helps perpetuate the show. Awesome. Well, Alan, as always, thank you. Thank you. And we will see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>